0: Oh, wow, yeah. We actually have known each other for a very long time. We met in uh, middle school. We didn't date at that point, but that, yeah, but that's uh, that's when we met. Yeah, in the seventh grade. We were actually both uh, new students to Lawrence Heights. So that's how we, we met. I mean, he lived in the community. I was actually brand new, but um, we were um, new to the school, I guess you could say. And yeah, that's when we... We met some years later. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to say it was mutual. Uh, what, I'm curious to hear what he would think, but I think it was mutual. Yeah, just kind of happened. I don't know. It just happened. That's that's how I look back on the situation.
1: You are listening to the Derek Asante podcast, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. We just aim to keep the discussion above the average. Our guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Derek Sante, and today I'm speaking with one of my sisters. She's someone who is a go-getter in my eyes, honest and loyal to a fault. I really wanted to have this conversation and this opportunity to have a real candid conversation just to learn a little bit more about her journey um, and and everything else that kind of gets her going and, and motivates her to do the things that she does. So without further ado, please help me welcome my sister, Mervet Youssef. Welcome.
0: Thank you. Wow, that was a, a beautiful intro. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here.
1: Awesome. So I usually open with a quote. Um, I'm going to share the quote with you and I want to, you know, get your, your thoughts on what, what it provokes and, and what comes to mind when you hear that quote, All right? Okay. All right. It reads, if you will not starve for me, you cannot ask me to starve for you.
0: Uh, wow. I think, um, that quote makes me think about a lot of relationships that I have in my life and it makes me feel like everything is give and take. Uh. And that is what really stood out to me about that quote that that everything is really about give and take, about balance.
1: And so do you find that friends, family are often taking or giving?
0: Um I think it really depends on the moment. Mm -hmm. I think at some moments, family and friends might need a little bit more than they can give. And I think sometimes I might need a little bit more than I can give, but I think ultimately it should all balance out. Right. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: So let's start from the beginning. And if you had to think back, your high school days right and the circle the circle of friends that you had back then if they had to describe you what would they say about Mervet
0: um I think overall the one thing they would say is that I'm true to myself I'm kind and I'm honest I think that is something that I was at that point in my life and I think that's something that I am now Again, um, things change, of course, and I've changed a lot as well. But I think those three things have remained true about me.
1: And do you think that being kind and honest, do people tend to take advantage of that sometimes or is it a 50-50 situation?
0: I think the kindness, definitely, yes. And I think the honesty, I think sometimes people have been offended by it.
1: <laughs> <and> <laughs> it strikes a chord.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think honestly, looking back, I have lost friendships due to it. Ah,
1: huh. So when you say this, the truth, they don't necessarily want to hear it because they need you to be the yes, the yes friend in the circle, I guess.
0: Yeah, that could be it for sure. Or they don't want to face the truth themselves, right? They don't want to face their truth. At times, I've had to be honest with people about things that I've noticed. And because they didn't want to face those truths, it was easier to end the relationship.
1: Oh, like between you and them.
0: Yeah, or maybe I even had to end the relationship because they weren't willing to change or like I said, willing to face the music.
1: Right. Is that, has that been challenging for you, though? Like, ending relationships or moving on?
0: Honestly, as bad as it sounds, no. It hasn't been hard for me. I've had to end a lot of relationships with friends and family. And, um, I mean, I don't enjoy it, but it's not something that I find difficult.
1: Is it because you're comfortable with who you are and you're also comfortable being, you know, away from those scenarios or relationships?
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. And I know where I want to go. Right. And I know that if I had maintained those friendships, I, I don't think I would be in a good place right now. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's important. That's important. What's your, what's your background?
0: Um, My background, well, I'm Ethiopian. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a Muslim family. Uh, Those are the two things I think that describe my background and and how I grew up.
1: Now, were you born in Canada or you came to Canada from Ethiopia? Uh,
0: I was born and raised in, in Toronto. Okay. I've been here my whole life, yeah.
1: Have you ever been back?
0: Yes, I've been back twice. Um, quite a while ago. The first time was in 2005, and the second time was in 2007. And uh, during both trips, I spent three months in Ethiopia. Oh wow! Yeah, so it was a good amount—a good amount of time.
1: Uh, how was how was uh, the experience going back?
0: Uh, the first time I went back, I was. 17 years old and it was very shocking actually I was not aware of how uh, my family was living they were living very differently from how I was living and it was it was an adjustment and looking back I'm kind of embarrassed about how I acted the first few weeks being there
1: well, it's a, it's a culture shock, right?
0: Um, of course, yes. It was definitely a culture shock. And, you know, I adjusted and I kind of learned to live the way that they, they did. And by the time I left, I, I was actually crying, um, knowing that, you know, I wouldn't have that closeness that I had with
1: them during those three months. Wow. So the part that you were embarrassed about, what was that?
0: Um, I think I was really bratty, Uh, and um, I think I was really spoiled, I guess, because of the things that we had here, and it's really basic things that we have here that they did not have at the time that my family helped them get, like basic things like a TV or even a fridge they didn't have so little things like leftovers weren't weren't a thing there so i remember a time um being really hungry around 8 p.m. kind of looking for something to eat for some leftovers and they were kind of like no uh there are no leftovers <laughs> <laughs> and i i couldn't believe it I was just like, well, I'm hungry. Like, what do you mean? There's nothing here. And at that point they didn't have a fridge, so they can't keep leftovers. You know what I mean? It's like everyone needs to eat what's available at that time. There's no way for it to be stored. And I was, I I didn't react really well to that. And I, I just didn't understand, Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, um, Yeah. And I'm actually embarrassed thinking about it to be completely honest with you.
1: But that's, that's the growth though. I mean, now, you know, you wouldn't have known, I mean, 17 years going back, right. You've never been. So it's, I think it's understandable. Um, Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was a culture shock. And again, I got used to things and my family was able to help them out in terms of, like I said, getting a fridge or getting a TV or getting cable um, and that ultimately made myself and my siblings a little bit more comfortable being there. Yeah. But, I mean, it, like I said, looking back, it's, it's really embarrassing to think about how I acted. And that's just one example, right? Yeah. Um, but the second time I went back in 20, sorry, yeah, 2007, I should say, yeah. it was a different reaction, right? I knew what, what to expect. I was excited to go back. I couldn't wait to go back. Wow. Yeah, exactly, right? Thinking back to the first time I had been there, I was even surprised that I was so excited.
1: Are you thinking about going back at all again or no?
0: I would actually love to go back. Um, It just hasn't happened for some reason, but I would love to go back. I know people who have gone back and they've mentioned how much the country has changed. Right. And how much development has happened. Again, it's been quite some time since I've been there. So I only can imagine how much it's changed. Yeah. So I would like to go back at some point
1: for sure. Now, can you share two things that you really appreciate about your culture? Um, and then maybe one thing that you can kind of go without?
0: Uh, two things I can appre- appreciate are... Uh, One thing would be the uniqueness. We're a very small community, a very small tribe. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the second thing I appreciate, I would say, is the community, right? Because we are a small community. It's a very close, uh, tight-knit community. And it's something I do appreciate. But one thing I don't like, and again, it kind of relates to the fact that we're a small close-knit community is there is a lot of judgment and comparison. Mm. So that's definitely one thing I could do without.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think a lot of us can go without that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And do, you, do you speak um, your native tongue at all or no?
0: I don't. It's very broken. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't be able to have a real conversation with someone, but I could understand what someone was
1: saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm in that, I'm in that same boat. Uh, I can speak it. Okay. But if you, you know, put me in front of someone who has lived there their entire life and they came here, you know, they would definitely know that I don't speak what they speak. (laughs) Cause it's it's, it's broken, right? Like it's, you got English all up in there and, and trying to make sense of what you're trying to say. And they're looking at you like, no, just speak English.
0: <laughs> right? Like, just stop. Exactly. And even how I pronounce words, it's yeah. not even the right way. So the only people I could honestly have conversations with are my siblings or my mother, right? Right. Because they kind of know what, I am, what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Is there a story behind your name? Like, your first name, is that a common name uh, in Ethiopia or no?
0: And no, it's not a very common name, to be honest, and I was told that I was actually named um, after an actress named uh, Mervet Meen. She was an Arab actress. Okay. Yeah, so I was named after her. Um, it was a name that my father really liked for some reason. Uh, my mom actually wanted to name me Layla. Really? Um, yeah that's what she she told me that that was the name she was kind of set on but I mean I guess my dad convinced her and I think and I think it suits me better than Layla I mean I guess it's because I've had this name my whole life I can't imagine another name Right. but um I don't think Layla would suit me very much
1: Do you guys have a middle names as a part of the culture or no
0: No, actually. Uh, Middle names are not a thing. And I actually remember growing up um, and kids would talk to each other about middle names and I I would tell them I don't have a middle name and they never believed me. They actually thought I was maybe embarrassed about my middle name and that's why I didn't want to share it.
1: Funny enough, enough, I had the same experience because I don't have an English middle name. Oh, OK. And so I went through that same thing where it's like, oh, you have to have a middle name like, uh, n- no, it's not part of, you know, my culture. Like, we just didn't do that. So. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: And yeah. yeah, middle names yeah, are not a thing. No. So, yeah, like you said, I, I definitely relate to that experience. Now, so,
1: sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. I'm, I'm just No, I was ahead. just
0: going to say that that's something that I would want my child to have is a middle name. Why is
1: why that? I was kind that? of
0: envious. I think <laughs> growing up as a child, I was kind of envious at the fact of not having a middle name. I'm like, yeah. why don't I have a middle name?
1: Right. You know, right.
0: everyone seems to have one but me. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think that's, that's you know? a part of the culture, right? You, when the next generation comes, we can kind of change what tradition is. You know, exactly. Because my parents didn't give me a middle name, but I gave my kids two middle names because <laughs> I was like, I didn't <laughs> have one. You can have two. <laughs> you have to make up for yours, exactly. Exactly, exactly. right? <laughs> so <laughs> change things up a bit. Now, when you when you think about your immediate family, were you close with with uh, your family growing up?
0: Um. I would say yes and no, and um, I guess I could explain that a little bit. I'm a product of divorce, so I was not very close with, or I'm not to this day close with, my, my father. And the relationship I do have is with my mother and siblings. Um, my siblings and I have do have a pretty big age gap. So for a while, I wasn't able to really have that close relationship with them, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Of course, we would hang out and talk, and there was 100% love there. But I think as we got older, we were able to really cement that relationship.
1: Okay. So when you say, okay, you said you're a product of a divorce, but- when you don't have a good relationship with your father, is it your biological father or your... Yes,
2: that's
0: m- okay. mine.
1: Me. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you don't have a good relationship with him. But what about your, I guess, stepdad?
0: Well, actually, I don't have a good relationship with him either.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, okay, that, that's fair. <laughs>
0: yeah, so I think when I think about my family... Um, especially, you know, blood family. I think about my mother and my siblings.
1: Okay. Yeah. And how many siblings do you have?
0: I have three sisters and one brother.
1: Okay. And you're the eldest? Yes, I am. Okay. And where does your brother fall? Is he the youngest?
0: He's actually uh, the middle. So there are two girls, uh, him, and then two, uh, (laughs) two other girls. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah.
1: I don't think I've ever met him.
0: No, I don't think you have. Yeah. Oh.
1: Is he also in Toronto or?
0: Yeah. All my siblings are are in Toronto. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're all in Toronto.
1: So if you had to describe the relationship you have with, let's say, your sisters, what is that like?
0: Uh, I think it's maybe what you would think of as like a typical sister relationship where it's like, we love really hard, we fight really hard. yeah. yeah. Um, we're really close and we're, we're there for each other.
1: And you guys try to make time to at least get together and, and do things or?
0: Yes, for sure. Uh, we do try and we do try to include my brother too, but I don't think he likes to hang out with us too much because, <laughs> uh, you know, we get into chatting and he yeah. just kind of is like, Oh my God, what's going on here? Right. Um, but yeah, no, we definitely make time for calls, for meetups, FaceTime, all of that, for sure.
1: What would you say is your uh, your favorite age growing up? What was your fi- like your best year that you remember? You're like, you know what, that was the best time.
0: The best time, I think, as I get older, it changes. Mm-hmm. But if I had to choose a an age, I would say it would be between nineteen and twenty. I think that's when I th- I learned a lot of lessons that still affect me,
1: and uh, I apply to my life can every you, day. Can you share one of those lessons?
0: Um, I think one of the lessons I learned was about
1: trust. Talk to me. Talk to me.
0: Yeah, as cliche as it sounds, um, is that you really can't trust everyone. And not everyone has your best interests at heart.
1: Today, do you trust easy or is it harder for you to trust? And how easy is it for someone to lose your trust?
0: I don't think I trust easy, no. I think you have to earn my trust.
1: Mm -hmm. If someone earns it, like, so let's say someone works really hard and eventually they earn it. How easy is it for them to lose it? And What is one thing that they might have to do to lose that? lie to me. And it could be, it could be a white lie. It could be a small, like it doesn't have to be a big lie or is there? Yeah,
0: a- it could be any, it could be any lie because I'm really open. Okay. And I'm not judgmental and I don't think there is a need to lie to me. So yeah. that's one thing that would kind of raise an eyebrow mm. and maybe it wouldn't um, lead to like a cutoff off of the friendship, but there would be distance
1: created for sure. Hmm.
0: That makes sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Would you change anything about how you were raised?
0: Um, I do wish I was raised in a community that wasn't judgmental, right. that wasn't all about comparison, mm-hmm. and that there was some open-mindedness. Yeah. I would have appreciated that, but I mean, it is what it is, Right. Yeah. A, a community, a culture, a religion is has been around way before I was even here, right? Right. So um, all I can do is ensure that I create env- an environment for my children, for my family, and for my friends
1: that doesn't include that. Right. And it, looking back, so 1920s when you learned, you know, trust was something that, isn't always common now in what ways have you matured when you look back like it you know comparing to your 20s how have you matured in what ways in what areas
0: um like i said um like going back to the trust thing like i said i'm not i don't trust very easily mm-hmm. i'm very private i think that's one thing that's also changed about me i'm very private i only let a full of in. Right. And I think that has only been beneficial to me because of the lessons that I learned at that age.
1: It's, it sounds like there's a lot happening during that, that range of 19 to 20 and, and so forth that pushed you to the space. Like how, how bad or devastating were some of these relationships that, pushed you to be more private than you were maybe before?
0: When I look back on that time, I mean, it really affected me a lot um, where I wouldn't let anyone close to me at all. Um, I had to kind of learn that, you know, not everyone is, I don't know, out to get me or not everyone is the bad guy or that there are some people worthy of uh gaining my trust and people that I can let in but for a long time I was very afraid to do that because of what I had experienced
1: now which which family member would you say had the greatest impact on you whether positive or negative
0: my mom for sure um go ahead in
1: what ways I'm trying to
0: Um, well, my mom, I think she taught me what I want to be and also what I don't want to be. Hmm.
1: Just by watching her?
0: Just by, yes, exactly. Just by watching her and the experiences that she went through. And even the relationship that we had, like throughout my childhood and even the relationship that we have now, I mean, she's really contributed in a big way to the person that I am now. And again, like I said, it's, she's taught me what I want to be and what I don't want to be.
1: I want to, I want to push a little bit on that. What do you want to be and what don't you want to be?
0: Um, when I think about, for example, just a family aspect, like I don't want to have a divorce and I want to have, a family that is intact and I don't want to be influenced by, you know, anyone outside of my family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mom had a lot of outside influences, a lot of pressure to live up to certain expectations. And I, I don't want that. And I I don't think I have that now. I think the expectations
1: that I live up to are my own. Tell tell me a little bit about your father. I mean, you can pick and choose which father. (laughs) Um, But what impact did he have on your development?
0: My biological father was not present at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have a relationship with him. I don't know much about him. And... Uh, my mother's husband, I don't have a relationship with him either. So I think both of them um, impacted the partner
1: that I chose for myself. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that's the real impact they had on me.
1: In what way? Because the partner you chose for yourself, are you saying because you didn't have, I guess, a model, something to model after as far as what you should be looking for in a partner or?
0: Um, I think, I guess it's really the things I didn't want to have in a partner. Mm. Um, And I don't know, I guess it's really a broad statement and very vague in a way, but um, I think they kind of helped me understand what I wanted and what I didn't want in a partner and allowed me to choose someone who let me be me.
1: Is is there a resentment for or towards your biological father because he was never there?
0: Uh, for a while, I did have resentment because he does have a fa- he did have a family and he did have other children. And he was able to be there for them. Right. And I did have some resentment. But as I got older and. You know, I went to therapy. I realized, you know, he was the problem, not me, Right. you know. Right. Um, and he had his own issues that he was dealing with. I mean, I would love to know his side of the story, and I don't know if I'll ever get that. Right. And, again, the only reason why I would want to hear his side is just so I know what it is, right? Yeah. It wouldn't really change the relationship that... We have now. I don't really have any interest in developing a relationship with him. Right. Um. But I'm just curious, right? Because I know my mom's side of the story, but I never got to hear his. Yeah.
1: It's 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 interesting because I can relate to that, and I, it impacted me anyway. As far as you know, my years in high school, um, and even in adulthood, adulthood because you're not sure if you're doing the right thing and. I literally only that I can recall met him twice right and yeah. so for me it was I have this thing where sometimes it, it creeps up on me where I'm saying well I don't want to be like him but I have no idea who he was yeah so I exactly. really don't even know if i'm if I'm you know replicating some of the things that he's done without knowing
0: yeah
1: you know so that kind of keeps keeps me on my toes a little bit but it is. It is unfortunate because a lot of us grew up with just one parent, and and at least one parent that was present,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and whatnot. So there's some impact there that we still deal with, whether it's vicariously or or not. But there's some trauma there that we hold on to, and it impacts some of our decisions that we make. And so we have to be aware and present with what we're going through in order to be able to avoid some of those pitfalls. But
0: no, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. And the one thing I think about sometimes is what would I tell my future kid, children about him? Right. I have. No, I literally have nothing to say. Like, I don't know anything about this person, not even their birthday. Like, right. I know nothing, right. you know? And I mean, it was his decision. And that's kind of how I've made peace with things. Yeah. It's This is a decision he made.
1: That's it. And we all got to live with it.
0: Yeah, and we got to live with it and that's it. I mean, sometimes I do think about how will I feel if I find out he passed? You know, will I regret things? And honestly, I don't know if I can answer that question right now. I I
1: don't know. It's so real because I, I thought about that. I really thought about that. And my mom would say things like, oh, you should call him. I said, but Why? why am I calling and why is he not calling? And, and if he did call, would I even want to pick up the call?
0: Exactly.
1: Right. Because I wouldn't even know where to start. I just wouldn't. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure he wouldn't know where to start either. So it'd be an interesting situation. And, but I did think about that, the funeral, if there, if there is one, if he passed, um, some days, I wonder if he passed and then I hear stories about him. So I'm like, okay, so he's still kicking that. So that's good. Good for him. <laughs> but I am curious yeah. about that too. I'm not sure how I would handle that situation. So.
0: Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know how I would handle it either. And I mean, he lives in Toronto, you know, no he's still way. part of, oh yeah, he he lives in Toronto. Yeah.
1: Wow. At least yours lives in Toronto. <laughs> Mine ran back home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it does. It does because he's like literally next door. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, no, he's been in Toronto forever. And like I said, he has a family. I have siblings that I don't even have a relationship with. Wow. Mm -hmm. In Toronto, and like we know of each other and everything.
1: Well, you, you trump me then. You can, you can take that one. You win.
2: (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah it's kind of insane to think about
1: oh my gosh
0: yeah wow. it's insane to think about he's he's in the city he has a family yeah
1: You're just living wow
0: hmm yeah he's just living
1: does it does it um, ever creep you out that you might meet one of your siblings in a professional setting and you wouldn't even know
0: uh, no, I don't because I actually like know their names. They okay. have the same last name. So I would know it's okay. them. Okay. So it wouldn't, it, I wouldn't be caught off guard or in that sense, like, oh my God, I didn't know you're my sibling. If I, you know, found right. you out at some point, right. but I would know right away. I would okay. know right away. I think it would be awkward. I think it's awkward knowing because we don't have a relationship. I think it would have been better if I didn't know.
1: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is there is there something your family would be surprised? I'm talking about your like your siblings and your, you know your mom would be surprised to learn about you that
0: they didn't know. Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty open. So I can't think of anything that they don't know. I think there's probably things they don't want. They wish they didn't know.
2: Right. <laughs> I
0: think that's what it is. <laughs> because I've been very honest and open with them, even mm-hmm. when they didn't ask me for it. Yeah. yeah. So I think it would be things they wish they didn't know. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I want to get a little bit messy, not really messy, but tell me about your relationship and how you met your partner.
0: Oh, wow! Yeah, we actually have known each other for a very long time. We met in uh, middle school.
1: Wait, that's how far back we're going?
0: Yeah, that's how we met.
1: Wow. We didn't date at no, that no.
0: point, but that, yeah. yeah, but that's uh, that's when we met. Yeah, in the seventh grade, we were actually both uh, new students to Lawrence Heights. So. Wow. That's how we we met. I mean, he lived in the community. I was actually brand new. Yeah. But um. We were um, new to the school, I guess you could say,
1: yeah.
0: and yeah, that's when we we met.
1: So, when was it official that you guys started dating?
0: Ah, uh, that would have been in high
1: school. So, so some time some passed years years before. Years later, yeah. So, okay. So, who who pursued who?
0: Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would like to say it was mutual. Okay. I would like to I would like to say it was mutual. I'm curious uh, what, I'm curious uh to hear what he would think, but I yeah. think it was mutual. Yeah. Just kind of happened. I don't know. It just happened. That's that's how I look back on the situation.
1: Nice. And and mm-hmm. so how has the journey been growing up with him? That's a long time, right? It's From, a
0: long time, yeah.
1: So how has that been? Like I'm sure there's some pitfalls where you're like, you know what? I can't deal with this, and you want to kind of walk away, and then you you might have broken up for like a week, and then you come back, and because <laughs> yeah. I went through that, like we went through that, right? So yeah, I'm yeah. curious that's a long time.
0: Yeah, there were definitely those moments, Um and we made it work. There were ups and downs. There was, I think we've been through everything that a couple could possibly go through. Yeah. And I mean, there's still a lot more because, you know, we're still together and there's a lot more to go through together. But I think ultimately we have a genuine friendship that I think is really the glue to our relationship.
1: And you think going through those, you know, those ups and downs helped strengthen your relationship to where it's at today?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've, like I said, you know, and like, you know, we've been together forever and I don't think we would have made it to where we are now if we didn't go through what we went through. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, I mean, it's just like, we know each other so well and we've been through so much, good, bad, ugly, and it's made us stronger. It's created like an unbreakable bond, really. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. so something big happened recently with you guys and congratulations on that thank
0: you what's
1: what's the backstory like how did that happen i'm curious how you know he pulled that off or he presented
0: uh let me tell you that i had no idea (laughs) (laughs) okay i had no idea that this was you know something that he was planning that I like, I was completely shocked. And I mean, it's something that he told me he was planning for a while and he was kind of just waiting for the moment to make it happen. Um, One thing I do know is that he did have a conversation with my mom prior to it all. And that really meant a lot to me. Um,
1: How was that conversation?
0: Honestly, I don't know a lot about it, but I know it was an emotional one for sure.
1: Hmm. For for Definitely. for for him or for both. For both, both. Like, for yeah. both, yeah. Yeah.
0: for sure. Because I come from a community, a culture, a religion where it's like you don't really have, have a boyfriend. You know what I mean?
2: Right.
0: Um. It's just marriage. That's it. Yeah. There's nothing before or after. It's like you just get married, and I was kind of doing things my own way. They yeah. think um, my mom was, of course, happy because I think for a while she wasn't sure if it was going to.
1: Right, right. Mm-hmm. so you got an engagement uh, for those yes. listening. You know, because I know the list, We kind of, we kind of made it like a... we
0: didn't even say the word. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: But, but yes, I'm engaged. Yes, she's engaged, and so congrats again. Um, Thank you. Now, so I guess have to I have to say your fiance because that's a that's you know that's yeah I guess the the label we got to go with. But what are two things that you really appreciate about him?
0: I appreciate his intelligence. I always tell him this um, that he's the smartest person I know. He's taught me so much. I can always go to him about anything. And he always has an answer. So it's something I appreciate a lot. And I appreciate his growth. You know, he's I've known him for a long time. And he's changed and evolved. And he's always changing and evolving. And it's something that I admire and I appreciate so much.
1: And And him doing what he does and being who he is, how does that push you to become the person that you are?
0: One thing that I've taken away from him is I just got to go after what I want and not give up yeah. for sure.
1: When, when did you know, when did you know that, okay, you know what, I actually, you know, I'm in love with this guy and I love this guy. And, and how did that moment make you feel? How scary was that?
0: It was really scary because, you know, I was really young and I don't think I really knew what it meant to love someone. I just knew that I had this feeling that I couldn't describe and I couldn't control. And that's the thing about love. You can't control it. Right. Right. And um, I think looking back on the time when I realized that, I know that it was it was real. (laughs) Mm.
1: Is it one of those one of those feelings where you just couldn't shake?
0: Yeah, 100%. I could not shake it. I haven't been able to shake it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: awesome. That is awesome. Yeah,
0: it's just, like I said, it's something you can't control, right? Yeah. yeah. You can't control when it happens, it happens, and it hasn't left,
1: so... I just want to keep it going. That's it. That's it. What's the best gift that you've ever received that you can think of? I mean, that can change tomorrow, right? But so far, if you think back, what's one of the best gifts that you've ever, not actually, maybe it might not be a tangible thing. It could be someone being in your life, or it could be an experience that, you know, changed you in a completely different way. So it can be anything, but that you consider it to be a gift. What would that be? I think.
0: Honestly, I think it's a relationship with my fiance. I think it's been a true gift to me Mm. for sure, because, um, you know, we've been together for a long time, like I said, and during the moments where, like I said, I learned those tough lessons about trust and betrayal and everything that I've been through, he's been there with me, you know, as a support system.
1: Well, that's key. I mean, you're his and he's yours. And, you know, that's, that's important. That's important. Is there anybody in your universe, in your world that makes you feel the safest? I'm assuming it'd probably be he has a role in that or...
0: For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think this portion of the conversation is all about him.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, no, it really does make me feel very safe. And, you know, there's times I get really anxious. And I don't even think he really even knows that about me, that I do get really anxious at times. And mm-hmm. it's like he knows when I'm anxious even before I say it. And he makes me feel safe and secure. And he just lets me be me, right? And I think that's also a component of feeling safe. Right, right. Is, you know, being able to just be your true self.
1: That's priceless, though. And you can get to that space. It's priceless. No,
0: for sure. Because I have relationships in my life that I'm not able to do that.
1: You, I mean, you alluded to it, Um, uh, you want family of your own, right? Like kids and so forth, right? Have you have you had that conversation with him?
0: Yeah, I think it's something that we've always talked about because it's something that he wants as well. Mm-hmm. And I think now with, you know, our engagement and marriage happening soon that that's, you know, the next thing on yeah. the list. And... Do
1: you, do you have a number?
0: Uh, not really. I think in my mind it changes all the time. But I think... <laughs> we can both agree on three. Whew. But ask me after the first one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's funny because Alicia was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going for, you know, she won three and I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, she wanted at one point, I think it was four. If I'm mistaken, then she'll probably correct me on it. But then i was like yeah i don't want 3 because i was a middle child and i had that syndrome which is i think I is see. a real thing and mm-hmm. so
0: i think so too
1: i was like yeah i'm not mm-mm, i don't want 3 um and so after the first you're like you know what these bad boys are expensive <laughs> <And then you're laughs> like, i just want 2
2: <laughs> and i'm good and
1: i'm good that was it so that's how we decided we're like yeah 3 is going to be a lot and you know, you're getting up there in age and you also want to think about when they're older, are you still going to have enough time if you're lucky enough to still be around? Right. Like to be able to yeah. do what you want to do, because you don't really have your own life once kids are in the picture. You literally start. That is very true. You know, you start doing everything for them. And so until you set them up that they can leave the nest, you're never going to have you know your alone time. And so if you have three, then that just means you're prolonging that alone time. Yeah, so. for sure.
0: <laughs> well, that's alone time. Yeah. Right.
1: right? You got four, yeah. and then it's like, oh, gosh, this is a sentence, right? <laughs> just like, forget <laughs>
0: about it. <Yeah.
2: laughs> that's
0: it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that's the dream right now. But like I said, like, let's check back in after the first one right. and, see, <laughs> and see what, what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: oh man that is but I'm looking forward to that day Um, if I'm being selfish I'm looking forward to that day I think it'll be a special experience not for just you two but everyone around you that's been you know waiting for that day
0: yeah yeah a lot of people have been waiting and I constantly get the question yeah and I think a lot of people know that I love kids so it's just like you know yeah it's like meant to be kind of thing. So
1: Yeah. I can't wait. Seven years from now, seven years from now, what's going to be different in your life that you can kind of predict? It? Whether it's business, family, career, anything.
0: Seven years from now, I will definitely be married. I will have a couple kids, I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I will just, you know. Yeah. I don't know, be, I would like to say, you know, happy, not to say that I'm not now, but, you know, I just want to continue the feeling of being happy and content, right. learning, growing, you know, that's kind of what I always want. And in seven years from now, I don't want that to have stopped at all.
1: When, when was the last time you had a moment to yourself that you cried and what was the reason for that?
0: Wow. Um, I can't think of, like, the actual time I had to have been maybe within the last six months or so. Mm -hmm. I think I was just really feeling stuck and I didn't know um, what my next move was and what I was going to do next. And I was just questioning myself and I was frustrated and it just really brought me to tears. Mm. And I just think how I got myself out of that feeling was to just focus on, on me Mm. and in what ways I could uh, self-improve. And I think that really just brought me on a different path because yeah, when you feel stuck, like, you don't know what to do and where to go. You literally feel like you can't move and you're looking at everyone around you and you feel like everyone's progressing and things are happening for everyone. And it's like, you kind of feel like, okay, like how do I get that ball going for myself? Right. And I think the answer is looking inward, right? No one else can, can give you those answers.
1: Yeah. And you gotta be honest with yourself too. When you look inwards. right? Like you can't, you can't be lying to yourself about it either.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I had to
0: have some honest conversations with myself, let me tell you. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And I think that's honestly why I, I might have brought myself to tears because I had to kind of look in the mirror and be like, change starts with you, and you're the only one who can get you to where you want to be.
1: If you had to choose between loyalty, respect, and power, which would you lean towards?
0: Loyalty, for sure. Um, I'm a loyal person, and loyalty is really important to me. Mm. Like power and respect are some are things that are for sure important, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Loyalty just really is something that it's it's so important to me. I don't even know how to begin to explain it
1: how does it trump respect and power in what way In in your eyes, because I'm trying to see, I can see the value in loyalty and why you're there because that's who you are. So I guess I'm, I'm trying to get you to share with me why not respect over loyalty.
0: I feel like loyalty is kind of like an attitude and it can change or it's a loyalty is kind of like, loyalty is a state of being, you know what I mean? It's like, loyalty is who you are and and respect is like kind of an attitude. And it can change where I think if you're loyal, that's just who you are.
1: Um, Yes. I like that. I don't think I've gotten that perspective before as far as it being who you are and that you, you really can't change it as drastically as you can with respect. Right. So exactly. And
0: yeah. same with power, right? It can all change.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, loyalty can shift, but it just takes more effort and it requires a lot more. Like you have to really give up something of you to lose that. Right. I think it's more exactly. at the core. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's, exactly.
1: <clears throat> what's more important to you? Uh is it family or friends? I mean, it sounds basic, but you'll be surprised how many people lean to the latter. Is it friends or family?
0: Um, I would say it's definitely family. Mm -hmm. And if you'd have asked me maybe, I don't know, a few years back, maybe I would have said friends. But it's definitely family. Because family, not to say friends are not forever, but family is is forever. You know what I mean? Right. It's forever. And when you can create your own family. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's for me, it's just family period. And of course there are friends who turn into family.
1: Yes. Yes. But
0: it's definitely, yeah, family period. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.
1: <clears throat> now you mentioned earlier about some of the friends that you had to end relationships with. Um, was it just differences in the direction that you guys were going or was it an incident that led to you making that hard decision in some of those relationships ending?
0: Um, I've had situations Where it was both Got it Where there was a situation And it was like Okay this relationship Can't continue And There was We were headed On different paths In some other cases, Right Mm. I was going one way And they were going another And the thing is I've always been honest With people about that Like I've I've had conversations where it was uncomfortable and I've had to tell people like maybe why I need to end this relationship. Right. And I actually had people have come back to me years later and say that you were right.
1: Yeah. It's hard to hear that though, because I need you with me when I'm not doing so well and you can't be doing better than me because, you know, we're two peas in a pot. Like we were supposed mm-hmm. to be together and whatnot. And so, It's a selfish situation sometimes, but that's where I think it gets toxic, right? When someone doesn't want to see you move on or doesn't want to let you go because they need you more than you need them.
0: 100%.
1: You know, so now do you believe that time that you enjoy wasting, for lack of a better term, um, is not wasted time? Like if you're enjoying yourself and somebody else looking on might be like, oh, she's just wasting all these time doing X, Y, Z. But do you find that if you're enjoying yourself doing what you're doing and you're at peace with yourself and you're happy, you still consider it a time wasted?
0: Nope, not at all. If I don't think it's a waste of time, then that's all that matters. That's it. Yeah, no, I, I don't really. Of course, I've got other people's opinions. I like to hear and listen and have conversations, but ultimately it's what I think.
1: Right. Yeah. We're going to transition into, um, the next segment, which is thinking out loud.
0: Okay.
1: And I got a crazy question for you and I need you to pick one. Oh my
0: one.
1: God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you got two options obviously in this, in this question and you got to pick one. Don't overthink it. um, Would you rather have hands that keep growing as you get older or feet that keep growing as you get older?
0: (laughs) Um, I would say feet. (laughs) (laughs) I think feet are easier to hide.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: I think ultimately you'd run into a problem you might not be able to find shoes. Right. But. <laughs> <laughs> but, then but what I, do you do? <laughs> I know, right? But I, I still want to say feet.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh, feet. <laughs> I just picture this. Now your foot every year, your foot grows by X amount of inches. That is crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is crazy. do ask me where I came up with this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's an interesting one. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going with feet.
1: <laughs> Boy, you, you like shoes, right? Or am I mistaken?
0: I, no, um... I wouldn't say I don't like them now, yeah. but I think my relationship and maybe if you want to call obsession with, with shoes has changed for sure.
1: Okay. Okay. Cause I'm yeah. just thinking if you, if you were, you know, a collector of shoes, that'd be a problem. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I used, I used to be that person for sure. That was like into shoes and had to get the shoes that were, you know, released yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Like, But now it's just like, that's not me anymore. And it's crazy to think about.
1: How long did that period last?
0: Um, I want to say it kind of was late teens to maybe mid-20s probably. Or maybe... uh, That's a good period though. Yeah, or maybe like late 20s possibly. But it definitely ended for sure. It just wasn't the same. The whole... Sneaker culture changed, and and I changed as well. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, thank you for that. Thank you for taking part in that. Now I'm thinking we're we're getting close to the end here. Um, do you believe that what is meant for you will never miss you?
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah.
1: How do you feel about that one? No, honestly, I think what's meant for you will be.
0: Yep.
1: Right. Whether whether it's positive or negative, I think what's meant for you will be. Um, the problem that we have as a society is we're always looking at somebody else and saying that's what I want. Yeah, right? for sure. And the problem with that is we actually then don't know what it is that we actually want. And so when you get it, you're not fulfilled. You're not happy. And you thought you would be. And then all of a sudden you realize, wait, that was for them, not me. And so I'm going to look for somebody else now and say, oh, I want what they have. And that's the problem that we find um, that I, I'm noticing, right? That people are always looking at someone else external from them. Mm-hmm. And saying, yeah, you know, yeah, we idolize that, we fantasize about it, and we say, yep, that should be what I get too. And not every gift is for every, you know, um, everybody There's a gift for, you know, each of us specifically. And I think when it's yours, you'll know when it's yours. 100%.
0: And you also have to do the work, right? Well, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That is just going to fall on your lap, you know, but it's like, okay, no, it has to be, both the, to get what you want to ensure that you receive it, you know, and like you said, using outside influences and comparisons, it's like sometimes it's good for motivation. Yes. And it kind of inspires you to work harder, and you can use it as fuel to be like, you know, this person that I know and that I love and that I respect has reached this point in life and it motivates you to kind of go for it in a way that's not envious jealous like jealous at all or even in competition you know it's inspirational that's it that's it
1: wow what are you most proud of in the last two years that you've accomplished
0: in the last two years, I mean, I did not get COVID, so... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, I got to give myself a pat on the back for that one, I think. I did not even have to get tested. I mean, I was pretty good. Nice. But um, all jokes aside, I mean, really, it's, I just didn't give up on myself. I just kept going and kept trying and learning and making the stand. You know, I didn't, I didn't stop. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what I'm proud of. And I think that's something that I've, that I've always done my whole life. It's just keep going. Yeah. But More so in the last two years with all the changes and also like feeling that the world kind of stopped in a sense, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: If you had to, I mean, let's say, we got a a bottle or what do you call that? Um, A thing that genies come out of in in that fantasy world. But if you got a genie, right, let me simplify that. If you you had a genie and you had three wishes, what would they be? Three
0: wishes. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. That's Is interesting. I mean, I think (laughs) people always fantasize about this whole genie. I think it's something we've always thought about, you know, it's been instilled in us from a child, but to really think about it. um, I think I would just want, I I mean, the first one is just like cliche. It's like, yeah, I want money. But I mean, that's not going to really do much in terms of like internal. I think I would want happiness, peace, and... And, of course, eternal happiness and peace. And lastly, yeah, yeah. Um, health. I mean, those three things can take you pretty far.
1: That's big. Health is, is a big one because I don't think people usually focus on that.
0: No, right? If you don't have good health, what can you do? Nothing.
1: Right, right.
0: <laughs> Nothing. I mean, of course, the cliche answer would be like, oh, I want $100 million right. or whatever the case is. You know, and sure, yeah, we can wish for that. But if I'm not going to be superficial, I would say I would just want peace, happiness, and health.
1: Have you have you had a chance to watch the uh, the documentary um, on Kanye? The most recent one, I think is Genius is what they called it.
0: Yes, I have actually.
1: What's, okay, I want to get your thoughts on that. Like, what did you get from it? You watched all three, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh-huh. I think the main thing I got from it is, uh, like, follow your dreams, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Don't let anyone tell you your dreams are too big. Follow your dreams, be true to yourself, for sure, because I think that's something that we noticed about him, I think we see who he is now. Yeah. And people make their comments and their judgments and whatever. And that's, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But when you look back, you realize he's always been that person. Right. He's always been someone who's confident and outspoken. And he's. it seems like he's been true to himself and he didn't give up on himself. And he wasn't afraid to dream big and he wasn't afraid to go for it, you know? And people might have told him, like, you're not gonna be anything close to what Jay-Z is. Right. Or you should just stay in your lane and make beats. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think one thing he had that a lot of people don't have is supportive parents.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You I know think, what I mean? I
1: don't I really enjoyed it. I finished watching it last night and I really enjoyed it because of exactly what you just said. Right? That message was true and It was true and true. The thing that really shook me about it was how sad it got. Yeah. When he was at the top. Because you hear people say it all the time that it's lonely at the top. Because when you get all the way up there to the mountaintop and your friends that you were on the ground with are no longer there, your family members and all those people that were there at the ground level encouraging you and supporting you, they can't be there with you. Yeah. And now you you have to ascribe to this new surroundings of money and wealth and parties and, and this, it's not real. It's not authentic accept, acceptance, right? So now you're living this this life that is superficial in so many ways. And then when you get connected back to yourself and you speak your truth, they look at you like you're crazy. and that really like that really shook me because I'm thinking wait a minute he's been the same guy but because he has money now he's got to be crazy for speaking the same way he spoke when he was broke
0: exactly and I think that's the thing because a lot of people didn't know him back then of course right? right and I think a lot of people watched it and felt like wow this guy has been pretty much the same person his whole life and he didn't let anyone take him off track of his goals and there's conversations he had with people where he was telling them you know i'm a genius and they're like you can't say that no you're not yeah and it's just like who are you to tell him that why can't he speak that about himself you know why can't he say those things about himself it's just like when someone's confident you want to shoot it down
1: yeah it's, it's it's uncomfortable for us I think that's what it is too we we look at ourselves and we say wait a minute no you can't be like that because that makes me less than
0: exactly
1: because if you're a genius then what does that make me?
0: exactly exactly you know I, I, I couldn't agree more and it's just like why not use that as inspiration yep. to talk yourself up that way you know what I mean and I think the biggest part of his story is the support he had from his mother. A lot of parents wouldn't support their child kind of going that route. You know, maybe they want their child to be a doctor, or a lawyer, whatever. You know, we hear it all the time. And his mom was there wrapping his, right? his words with him. You that know what I dope. mean?
1: Like from day one.
0: <laughs> yeah, she didn't wait for him to get
1: the right. big bucks
0: and the grammy awards she was there speaking life into his dreams right. and i think that's what even gave him even more confidence where he's like i don't care what anyone says my mom is with me you know my mom has my back my mom believes in me and i don't think parents really understand how important it is to support your child's dreams
1: yeah
0: even if you don't understand them
1: yeah yeah man that's you powerful. Know? that's powerful So before I let you go, how would you want to be remembered?
0: I'd like to be remembered as someone who was true to themselves, authentic, and ultimately kind. Kindness is really important to me.
1: Before you leave, can you leave the listeners with, you know, some words of wisdom or some sort of statement? To help them on their journey. If anyone's listening, that's going through a hard time right now, or is indecisive about some of the choices they have to make, and, and so forth, anything that you can kind of leave them with that's going to help them through that situation.
0: Um, what I would say is, don't give up. Believe, believe in yourself, and stay true to what you believe in. I mean, it's really hard to have outside influences affect how you feel and think but i think ultimately the answers that we need can be found within if we if we're willing to listen to ourselves and lastly i would like people to remember to always be kind to others um i think sometimes it's easy to forget that we're all going through things And I don't think we realize that just one small act of kindness, whether it's smiling at someone, even a stranger, or giving a compliment, or just saying hello, good morning to someone can really make an impact on them. And I think it can change the world. I mean, it sounds so cliche, but I I truly believe that.
1: It's true. I believe that too. It can.
0: Kindness is is, is truly important. My goodness.
1: How can people reach you or follow? Um, and just stay stay up with your your story on social media if you're on there and if you don't mind people following, how can they get a hold of you or or just tap in and see what Mervette's up to?
0: Uh feel free to follow me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is Mervish. Um that's where you can kind of see what I'm up to and my thoughts on things. Yeah. That's where you can find me.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for making this happen. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. I learned a lot. I learned a lot more about you than I did before. And I'm, I'm grateful <laughs> for that.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for having me. It's, it's honestly an absolute honor to have had this conversation with you. And I
1: truly admire what you're doing i appreciate that i appreciate that to anyone listening continue to support the show make sure you follow mervette on uh, ig again it's mervish you'll find that in the description of the episode once it airs i want to thank all my listeners for constantly tuning in and supporting the show don't forget to download and share it with other people that will enjoy it as well um until next time love peace and nappiness